Greetings from the occupied city of Chicago. It's Miss Tech. If you don't know who this is, but if you clicked on it, you probably know who it is. And yes, it is now the occupied city of Chicago, as that we are no longer a city unto our own entity, but have invited the National Guard in due to the um, protests over the murder of George Floyd. Um, just like a lot of other cities in the United States right now, we've had our own share of Black Lives Matter protest and our own share of unsavory characters. Yes, there has been looting. Yes, there has been property damage. But, you know, the police brutality that started all this shit still continues. And our mayor has been so delightful in making a point to thank the city, the police department and state department, um, state sheriff or whatever state police officers who have been assisting the Chicago police department, but not once has it made any effort to talk about the needed police reform, you know, that not to talk about really about how people are grieving out there and are really upset about what's going on. Not to even mention that there are other people who have absolutely nothing to do with the protests going on who are, exacerbating the situation by causing confrontations with the police and doing property damage. You want to say that it's all the black people and the minorities doing it, but I assure you it is not. And, you know, you can just go do some little bit of brief searching on the internet. I think Twitter is usually a really good source for that. And you'll see, you'll see what's going on. Um, and it's very hard to make a deep fake that quick, I think. But hey, you know, I'll leave it up to your brain cells to figure out if I'm telling the truth or not. It's Sunday night in Chicago, and usually around this time of night, being that it's 9.30, it's relatively quiet in the city, but not tonight. Tonight, you can hear helicopters flying overhead. You can hear the sirens going left and right. Um, because if you don't know, we were put under a curfew starting yesterday, like many other cities, that we need to stay in our houses from the hours of 9 p.m. until 6 a.m. indefinitely. Don't know when that's going to be over, but indefinitely. I guess I should back up a little bit and talk about the order of events that yesterday we had the protest that went on into the night of, yes, cars were burnt, graffiti was done, windows were smashed, things were stolen, but um, fights with, with the police ensued Again, not any different than any other city and definitely not as bad as some of the other cities out there that didn't bother to call in the National Guard. Um, but that all happened. And then there was an alert by, you know, Lori Lightfoot, the current mayor of Chicago. And you can totally hear the disdain in my voice, which is well deserved as I say that, that, you know, People need to go to bed, or sorry, go home by uh, between the hours of nine to six. Now, in the meantime, during what happened yesterday, in order to try to alleviate and control the protesters, they lifted up all the bridges in the downtown area. Now, if you're not from Chicago, we have an area that's called the Loop, and it could be called the Loop or the L for the elevated or the loop that the, the elevated trains run around. And that's where a lot of our, our business district is. So the um, border trade is down there. A lot of big banks, a lot of advertising agencies, you know, the hoi polloi companies are in the loop. There's also a lot of dentist office and doctor's offices and shopping, you know, movie theaters, dining and uh, theater theaters that are down in the loop. 
But as the protesting was went on yesterday, they lifted up all the bridges in order to control the route that the protesters were taking and then um, started trying to control Lakeshore Drive. At a point when they were trying to get it to stop, they stopped the CTA, which is the Chicago Public Transportation System here, from running in the loop. So if you were down the loop, it would have been impossible for you to get out of the loop because the bridges were up. The only option was to walk down Lakeshore Drive. Now, I wasn't down there, but I'm just, I live here, so I kind of know how to get around pretty well downtown. Can't get over the bridges. Lakeshore Drive probably has cops on it. Um, you can't get on a bus or a train to get out of the loop. So now you're stuck down there with all the chaos that was going on. So, you know, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, what exactly? You didn't even give them a very easy way to disperse. So this happened yesterday. And then we got the uh, indefinite curfew. Then in the middle, I want to say the middle of the day, but this morning, uh, Ms. Lightfoot has a news conference and says that she asked Governor Pritzker to ask uh the battalion, a deployment of the National Guard to come into the city of Chicago to help the CPD because the CPD needs help, apparently. They got all these like military grade equipment, but the CPD now needs the National Guard to come in, National Guard police, military police units to come into the city of Chicago to help preserve property and save lives. Which I don't know. I didn't hear that there was a whole ton of people being killed last night. I mean, let's put it this way. No more than what's usually happening in Chicago. And that's another conversation for another night. Because I know there's going to be people who are listening to this who absolutely hate Chicago, hate us, have no understanding of the city and think that the city is, as you know, our lovely president likes to say, is full of thugs and miscreants. Which is absolutely not true. I mean fuck maybe i should do a whole show just talking about the history of chicago and why chicago is the way that it is um it's really easy to sit there and and look at the murder count and make a lot of uh uh misguided assumptions about the city but you know i would love to talk about that one day maybe i will find somebody who will be my little yes man that i need who's going to ask me questions so i can start to go off and explain things about the city but i'm kind of going on a tangent right now anyways where did i leave it off i left it off that they put the pull the bridges up put in a curfew, have no CTA going. Now, woke up this morning, you know, we have this little, uh, little beautiful, um, uh, what's it called? News, news press conference with, from Lori Lightfoot, where she makes this grand announcement about bringing the National Guard, which was in route to be deployed to the city of Chicago, and that our curfew was on indefinitely. So I knew that all shit was about to break loose because now they, oh, 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 and you can't go down to the loop. And they had basically stopped public transportation to and from the loop. So, or in the loop, not to and from the loop. Like you cannot go into the loop. The CTA buses don't run in the loop. The L does not, which is the elevated train or in the underground train, don't run in the loop. And you can only be there if you're an essential worker. Now the train and the buses was running all over the rest of the city, which has, you know, no uh, drug stores and grocery stores and stuff. And people don't have cars and able to get around the city. You just couldn't go in the loop, which sucks, which sucks because there, as I said, there's actually uh, housing down there and stores and stuff, but fine. We can't go into the loop, right? Has this news conference about bringing in the National Guard. And then, you know, I went out around um, 1, 1.30 to go try to get some medical supplies and stuff because I see what the fuck is going to happen now. Because if you're telling people they can't be downtown, 
you're pushing them out of the downtown area. You're about to push them into the residential areas, right? Because they're not going to stop protesting. They're not going to stop running around and being upset. They're just moving it out into the residential areas. I wonder why. Are you trying to make things better? Doesn't sound like you're trying to make things better. And I mean, it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of telling that a supposedly democratic mayor, much less a black mayor, would be pulling you know something that a conservative basic asshole would be doing is pulling in the military to govern her city because she can't do it herself, right? Um, again, we can have this conversation another time. Would love to have it, but this is what's going on. So what you've done is is that now you got people, if you thought COVID was bad, if you thought COVID was a problem with people running around grabbing toilet paper, no meat being in the markets because everybody's sick and shit, guess what you got now? Now what you've got is you've got a curfew, and you have the National Guard coming in, so you know that's going to freak people out the fuck more. So when I went out, I couldn't go to Walgreens because all the Walgreens in the city had been closed as of 2 p.m. They closed all the targets in the city. I didn't bother going to uh, Jewel's or Mariano's, which are some of the lower-end grocery store, grocery chains here. There was a line outside of Whole Foods, which that couldn't mean anything because there's a line outside of Whole Foods all the time now because they only let like three people in at one time because of COVID. I mean, I'm exaggerating. They probably let, you know, five people at one time, but we'll just say it was three. It's probably one, but whatever. Um, but there was a line building up at, at, at Whole Foods. And what do you think is going to happen? You think that you had a hard time getting products and stuff during COVID? Now you got the, the, the military in the city of Chicago and you got the train shut down and now you got um, a, a curfew. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we just made people even more angry because for a, a place that's called America, home of the brave, land of the free, I don't feel very fucking free right now. I don't feel very fucking free at all. But I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. OK, I haven't gotten to the best part yet. So fine. You know, I went out, did what I could. They, I hate CVS, but thank God for CVS because I was able to get medical supplies at CVS. I come home and I'm, you know, farting about trying to make sure that my motorcycle's working, working on my bug out bag, talking to some friends and shit. And um, I don't know why there's all this honking going on outside, but deal with it. I'm trying to take a look. It's not it's not the cops. I'm waiting to see a Humvee or something, you know, go down my block at any moment now. But um, like it was 620. And, you know, I think if you live in a state that's rural or whatnot, I don't know if you've ever seen one of these, but maybe you've seen it if you've ever seen a tornado or an amber alert where your cell phone just goes off and a message comes on. Well, my cell phone went off at 6.20, important to note, 6.20 p.m., saying that all of public transportation in the city of Chicago, trains, buses, in places that have nothing to do with the loop, outer skirts of the city, residential areas, are going to be shut down completely in 10 minutes. Let me repeat that to you. Trains and buses, public transportation that essential workers use, people who are going out doing groceries, people who are trying to get shit done before the car curfew come in at nine o'clock were just shut down in 10 minutes. 10 minute notice, shut down everything. Now we weren't informed about that. We were informed that there was a curfew gonna be in place from 9, 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. but and that you couldn't take the, the train down in the loop, but we weren't informed that the CTA was going to shut down at, you know, 6.30 in the um, evening of the very day that you make all these pronouncements. That's that's great governing there. Great, great fucking planning, great governing. So now you've got people who possibly work at Midway because the flights aren't completely grounded yet, grounded yet 
or essential workers who are in other parts of the city who have 10 fucking minutes to find a way to get home. Now we still have the COVID shit going on. So do you think there were a whole bunch of Ubers for people to place to, to, to take or a whole bunch of taxis, much less that they can afford to do so? I want you all to think about that for a moment. So what happened? I'm very curious as to what happened at that point, because if you were caught on the street and you aren't home yet, are you getting arrested, pulled by the military police or the CPD? What's going on with that? Great plan in there. Great fucking planning. So I think about this and it upsets me for so many reasons because none of this, none of this needed to happen. If people would just fucking be cool with each other, none of this had to happen. And when I say people be cool with each other, I mean, people be cool with minorities. People be cool with blacks and Latinos and Asians. I'm sick of this shit. This is what this is about. This is all about the color of your skin and the fact that if you are anything but white, you have to worry in the United States of America. You can sit there and and put your head in the sand and not want to talk about it, which is why we are where we are right now, because we never as a country ever really address this issue. South Africa had to have, you know, a come to come to Jesus moment and a reckoning and things are still bad there. But at least they had to have that painful moment with apartheid to sit there and just put it out there and acknowledge it. We have refused to acknowledge the problem in the United States since God fucking knows when. We've never had our reckoning. Now, I'm not going to say that I agree with reparations for slavery because, you know, I think personally that's some some bullshit. But you do need to acknowledge that this country was built on the back of black people. You do need to acknowledge that the fact that your groceries are so cheap is because of the Latinos who come here and pick crops for us. You need to acknowledge that the reasons why you have Uber or, or, or Lyft or shoppers and stuff are a lot of the undocumented people who are doing what they can to get by, they're working. They are working. And I don't see anybody, I don't know any of my friends who want to go out in the field and go, you know, pick grapes. Well, we don't have grapes in, in Chicago, but, you know, want to go pick corn. They use machines for that. Let's talk about California. I don't know anybody personally who wants to go to California and pick avocados. That pays far less than a minimum wage job here does. But we don't want to talk about that. Or we want to, pretend that that doesn't exist because we're all fucking civilized and shit i think what we've shown right now is we are not fucking civilized and right now i'm talking about chicago i'm talking about a microcosm here i'm talking about what's going on right here in the occupied city of chicago that's that's such a small thing but we can take it let's, let's expand our neighborhood out to the whole country and you see this is going on all over the country. This is going on in small cities. This is going on in medium-sized cities. This is going on in large cities. All of this protesting. If there wasn't a fucking problem, would everybody be upset? If there wasn't a fucking problem, would we have what's happening right now? Apparently, you know, land of the free, home of the brave only applies to if you have the right color skin. But now let's expand this one more step out towards the whole world which sees us and sees what is going on. Land of the free, home of the brave. Do you know how many motherfuckers are laughing at us right now? How many countries are rolling in their pants or whatever the fuck you want to call it right now laughing at us because we have had a total mismanagement of the COVID crisis here in the United States. We have cities that are burning. 
We have people that are fighting with each other. But we are supposed to be land of the free, home of the brave, who send our troops into other countries to show them what freedom means. We tell other countries what to do because supposedly we are the bright, shining city. That contract's over. That facade is broken. There's no coming back from this. There is no coming back from everything that has been spread by the media, both social, both professional, both, both social and professional. There's no coming back from it. The facade is over. So where do you think that leaves our standing in the United in, in the world? Make America great my ass. America's anything but great right now. I I've been wrong in some of my thinking. I mean, I, I, I came to the other side of the table with the whole um, issues with black people are having probably pretty late in the game, which is ironic considering that, you know, I'm biracial. Uh, yeah, they have a chip on their shoulder. Uh, yeah, you know, they just need to pull themselves up by their bootstep. Uh, I was wrong. I was fucking wrong. And part of the reason why I know it was wrong was because I think social media is one of the biggest fucking problems that has ever happened in the history of humanity but conversely it's opened our eyes up to what's really going on because everybody has a fucking camera every day is candid camera you don't know if you're going to be on camera or not and a lot of things that we had heard that were going on that we were told were going on that we read that were going on we now can see are going on we can see it with our own eyes because joe blow Apple phone guy went and took video of, of, of somebody, you know, of, of a cop beating the shit out of a black guy. Not once, not twice, not even three times, hundreds of times, hundreds, probably hundreds of times in just the last fucking year. And this is going on and the whole world sees this. And so we have lost our standing in the world to be able to be the moral center to anybody. So going back to us saying is that I, I was wrong because I got upset. I, I used to get upset about this shit, you know, um, about flag burning and, and, and being dis, dis, disloyal to American ideals. And everybody's telling me American ideals are fake ideals. I kind of I kind of had an epiphany yesterday, mind-blowing epiphany yesterday, which I still stand by that the idea of America, American ideals of freedom, and I don't mean freedom by saying that our version of freedom is better than other people's version, but the idea that you can self-identify and have the ability to reach whatever dreams that you have, no matter what color you are, what gender you are, what 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 you believe in as a religion, that this is, quote unquote, that shining city on the hill, that anything is possible here. I like to still believe that. But the only way for us, for that to happen, and for me to believe that, is we all have to be on the same page on this one. And so... You know, I had used to have problems with flag burning and with talking bad about the cops and talking bad about, you know, um, just shit, just typical American shit. And then when they tried burning down that that market house or marketplace in, in North Carolina and Daughters of the Confederacy and some other shit that was going on yesterday, it just it fucking hit me. 
there is nothing more American than burning it the fuck down. Now, I'm not trying to be subversive here, and I'm not telling you to go out and commit arson. Not telling you to do that at all. But what I am saying is that there's nothing more American than to stand up and fight when stuff isn't going the way that it should be. Because if we want to call ourselves moral and we want to call ourselves just and we want to call ourselves the great country, that great country, that great people, that great nation, we have a hell of a lot to live up to. And we haven't risen to that occasion. If anything, we've gotten worse. That contract, that promise to all of us that we could become more than where we started out has been broken. But that doesn't mean that it can't be fixed. That doesn't mean that it's hopeless. It doesn't mean that it's not possible. It means everybody needs to slow their fucking roll. And it means if we must, if we need to, then we need to burn it the fuck down and start over. That is how the Boston Tea Party started. That's how many revolutions started, is that sometimes you've got to rip it apart to rebuild it. And that is one of the things that I like to believe my understanding of how this nation was formed and what this nation stands for is that the founding fathers, even if some of them were slave owners, that we built a constitution that was supposed to be flexible and that was supposed to grow with the nation, that we have the ability to add, you know, laws and repeal laws because we wanted a living fucking document and not be into this rigidity of something of the once was our glory days, which weren't ever really particularly glorious if you really think about it. But the world, and this is true, the whole world used to look up to America. Because even though we had our dirty little secrets and our nasty little closet, we were selling, we were selling the dream and we sold it very well until this buffoon got in office. I mean, the cracks were showing up before then, but my God, as I've started out with this, the facade fucking has broken now. So let me ask you, what do you think people on what do you think people in the world are thinking about us right now? I mean, maybe you don't care and you shouldn't because you should really care about how things are going on right here. But to my friends or my enemies who are listening to me right now and wondering about how do we make America great again? How do we get our, 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 our standing again? And it is important. Believe it or not, it is important to have world standing. It matters more than, you know, the only reason why you may not be aware of it is if you don't travel. But, you know, that's, an, again, another story for another time. A lot of you who know me personally know that I'm extremely well-traveled and I can for years, so I can tell you the difference of American standing in the world. But we've been found lacking. And so I sit here in a fucking occupied city, the occupied city of Chicago in the United States of America, and I think about all the time we've seen the military go into towns and cities and these little third world countries. Oh, it couldn't happen here. It couldn't happen here. It just fucking did, didn't it? It just fucking did. So all those little things that we saw that were happening other places on CNN, problems in South America, problems in Southeast Asia, problems in the Middle East, just fucking happened here. I, I, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end on this note now because I could rant for hours, and I am so surprised I actually found it in me somehow to get this out because I am not good at monologues. But I hope you listen to a little bit of what I said and take it under consideration. 
I'm going to do my best to try to, you know, do some more of these. But I've just, there was no way I could go today without commenting on the fucking state of Chicago, much less America. And if I've given you some food for thought, you know, leave a comment, send me a note or something, because I think we need to open up this discussion now. We need to open up the discussion. I have an idea. I have some ideas for solutions, but I think I'll leave that for another conversation. I appreciate you listening to me. Wherever you are, I wish you safety and I wish you health and I wish you liberty and I wish you freedom in every way, shape and form. And I promise you, we'll talk again. Good night. And also to my cat, shut the fuck up. <laughs>